the biggest thing that I want everyone to take away from this time of year is it doesn't need to be an anxious time of year. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing time of year, but your goals don't have to go on pause. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. The silly season can be extremely tricky to navigate, especially around like your health and fitness goals. And this is primarily due to a lack of routine that occurs um, at this time of year around Christmas, while you're at holiday, while you're not working. Now, we want you to be able to enjoy the holiday period and relax and have fun and really take in all the experiences, but without losing your hard-earned progress that you made in the gym this year. The holiday season does not need to be all or nothing. And just because you're being aware of your goals and what you're doing with food and exercise doesn't mean that you don't get to enjoy all the other experiences. And a really problematic way of thinking is the thought process of, I want to enjoy the holidays, so I don't want to be thinking about eating the gym or thinking about eating healthy. It does not need to be either or. And at the same time, it doesn't need to give you anxiety that you might be not doing enough or that you might be going slightly backwards. And so that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about today. And so what we're ultimately trying to do is we're trying to find a balance between the two and at the same time trying to repair the kind of the relationship that we have with food and exercise and exercise like being a punishment for eating that is a very common sort of trait particularly around this time of year and now don't get me wrong this time of year is more biased to enjoyment rather than progress with my goals and So with that, the thought process in each of the areas that we have with our training, nutrition, and mindset needs to be a little bit different. And so you're probably not going to be spending any time in the gym, okay, let alone five, six, seven hours. You're probably not going to be tracking calories and macros at Christmas lunch. I hope you're not, actually. Um, And so your focus is going to look different. But the key word is different, not non-existent. And so let's dive into those core focus areas that we like to look at at potentially a new perspective that you can take over this holiday period. So as always, key focus areas, training, nutrition, mindset. And so let's start with mindset and dive a little bit deeper into that. And so your mindset over the holiday period is going to be the single factor which is going to help keep you balanced. Okay? The thought process you work with is entirely up to you, but I'll give you some sort of ideas and some of my personal thought processes, and some one of these might resonate with you, or it might give you an idea about another one that you could use. And so over the Christmas period, actually just in life in general, I recommend that you have a mantra for yourself, like your mantra being a statement that can be your guiding light. When you're faced with option A and option B, you your mantra is going to be the thing that helps you choose the option that is most in line with your values and your goals. Okay. And so going into the holiday period and the one that I've just used on this trip that I've just been on to America when I was coaching and a little bit of holiday, um, my mantra was move every day. 
And this is about doing some sort of movement, not necessarily the gym, just some sort of movement. Now, this could have been a 20-minute bodyweight workout, uh, running up a hill, a long walk, um, finding some sort of summer activities like a, like a hike or renting some kayaks and going for a paddle, just moving, some sort of movement, some sort of exercise in one way or another. Now, this exercise, this movement that I'm talking about, it's not about creating a calorie deficit or burning off fat or burning off a big meal where you might have overate. Or it's just primarily about creating or keeping some sort of routine. So in my situation, I'm going to aim to move every morning. I like to do the mornings because I like to do it before everybody's kind of up and about so that I'm not um, removing myself from a lot of like the family time or like any of the day's experiences. I don't want to miss out on being part of all of that. And so for me personally, I enjoy doing that. Now, the reason I like to do it in the mornings as well is because when I've done it, I know that I'm going to make significantly better decisions throughout the day. I'm going to be more inclined to have a better breakfast and then everything else is going to roll on from there. Now, as I said, this could just be 20 minutes um, or it could be a, a run for like an hour or something like that. There's no hard rule. I'm going to do whatever my body feels like doing at the time. And as I said, this is a strategy that I used in the last two weeks when I was in the States and I'm really happy with how it worked out. And so I'm going to be carrying this on moving into the Christmas period. And so also by doing it in the morning, what this is going to do for me personally is let's say I have a beer with lunch, then I don't have to worry about having to exercise after that. Because for me, if I have a sip of booze, there's no way I'm doing anything else afterwards. It makes me feel a little bit lethargic and I'm not in the mood to then do any form of exercise. So if I've done in the morning, then I'm done and I'm dusted and I'm set up for the day. So I know it works for me. And as I said at the start, I want you to think of something, your mantra, that's going to figure out when it's going to, your training or your movement or your exercise is going to work for you with you and your family's sort of rituals. The main point is that you just start to have some sort of ritual around it. The second mantra, which I'm going to be introducing over the Christmas period for myself as well, is savor food. Okay, and when I say savor food, I mean treating every mouthful of your sort of main meals as like as if you're eating at a fine dining restaurant and you were just the, you know when they give you like smaller portions and you look at that and you're like jesus where's the rest of it but so you save every mouthful of it and then you sometimes most of the time you actually end up being full anyway on a generally a smaller amount of food this is what we're trying to do so savoring your food is going to be extremely beneficial particularly around weight loss just in general as well, but overall health in several ways. You're going to take the time to appreciate and enjoy your food. It's going to make you eat more mindfully, which can help you avoid overeating and then also make healthier food choices because you're not going to be mindlessly eating. So mindful eating, that involves paying attention to what it looks like, what it smells, what it feels like, the flavors, eating slowly and Without distractions, so not on your phone, not texting, obviously you're going to have family and everything around, but just try to be kind of present in the moment of the food that you're eating. And this is going to help you tune into your body's hunger and your fullness signals, and you're probably going to find that you're going to only eat as much as you need rather than over-consuming. 
This is also going to help kind of reduce your stress and improve your mood as well, which can have a positive impact just on the overall health and well-being around this time of year because you are slowing down and you are a little bit more relaxed rather than when you're kind of in that shoving your mouth full of food, rushed sort of um, motion. It's a, it can be a stressful time of year, so this can be your time to actually just slow down and decompress. And so a lot of benefits around boosting your mood and your emotional well-being. And finally, you're going to get more pleasure and satisfaction from the meals that you're eating, which is going to actually help you stick to like this kind of balanced eating that we're trying to um, go through and help you avoid feeling kind of deprived. And because when you're fully enjoying your food, you're going to be more satisfied, you'll be more happy with your meals, which is going to make it easier for you to maintain this sort of healthy balance. And when you're savoring your food, you fill up a lot quicker, as I mentioned earlier, because your brain is actually recognizing that you've eaten. And so you're not over consuming in food and calories, which means that you can actually get away, call it get away, with eating virtually anything. And so at Christmas, this time of year, a lot of the meals that you are going to have in front of you are not going to be in your control. They're going to be other people are going to cook them. You might be going to people's houses, you might family Christmas, all that type of stuff. You're not going to have a say in the food that is in front of you. And so if you can eat slowly and be present in the moment, you could literally eat anything, whether it be a pie or a Christmas turkey. And if you can control yourself and prevent yourself from over-consuming, then you're gonna be walking away from that meal without causing any sort of like negative effects towards your, your goals. Because you've got to remember that the food itself is not the problem. The individual food that you choose, like pie is not what makes you fat. Over-consuming pie is what makes you fat. And the normal th problem with a pie is, is it's extremely easy to overeat it. And so what we're trying to do, slow down the process, not overconsume, eat within your means and be present. And finally, as I've already spoken about, what we're trying to do here is we, the, another mantra that you could potentially use is the mantra of it's not all or nothing. Now, breaking this not all or nothing mindset can be extremely hard. Okay. But breaking the all or nothing mindset over the holidays is important because it's going to help you maintain this balanced approach to food and exercise, which we're really working towards. This balanced approach is significantly healthier for you in the long term. It's going to prevent all these yo-yos and it's going to prevent the massive struggle coming back to this in the new year. And so we're trying to remove any extreme or rigid behaviors, such as trying to avoid all holiday treats or trying to maintain your usual exercise routine. This is just going to probably set you up for failure and leave you feeling like you've failed because you won't be able to stick to it at this time of year. And so in contrast, breaking all or nothing mindset is going to just help you become a little bit more flexible, a little bit more adaptable, and you're going to be able to make these healthy choices that are going to be sustainable and realistic, okay? Because that's what we want to be at this time of year, 100%, actually all the time, is being sustainable and realistic. And then you can enjoy the holidays without feeling deprived or overwhelmed or stressed or guilty that comes along with trying to maintain these unrealistic expectations on yourself with an overly restrictive approach to your food and your exercise. And when you slip into that all or nothing mindset and you're not kind of like focusing on like 
your fitness or your health. It can also lead to a decline in your mental well-being when you kind of get into that point of, no, nah, I'm not going to do anything because you're going to end up feeling kind of fatigued and crappy and because you know that doing a little bit of exercise feels you good and you know that eating protein gives you good energy. But when you go into that nothing mindset, you're not going to get that same energy. You're not going to get that same sort of endorphins from doing that little bit of a workout. And what this actually does is it probably actually makes the holidays less enjoyable, makes it harder to connect with your loved ones. And it will probably actually leave you feeling a little bit stressed and anxious about returning to exercise. And so breaking that all or nothing mindset is going to help you maintain your overall health and well-being over the holiday periods without sacrificing your long-term goals. And so let's talk about some actual tactics around the mantra of it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And so the first one is going to be setting realistic goals and expectations for yourself around your training and nutrition. And we'll dive into some of those like actual tactics soon, but I want to just talk about a holistic sort of overarching approach at the moment. This time of year, we're not looking for perfection. So set some realistic goals that you are confident you can achieve, okay? Setting the goal of no chocolate over Christmas or something maybe unrealistic about alcohol consumption or anything like that is just going to set you up for failure. And so try to set it in something that you think that when you think to yourself, do I think I'm capable of doing this? Am I 9 out of 10 confident? Set that as your goal and then build up from it. Maybe build some momentum. Second is you've got to be flexible at this time of year. Like the holidays and this time of year, it's about family and that means that they can be busy and unpredictable. So even if you maybe planned to do your workout one morning, you might not be able to get up and do it because of some sort of, maybe the kids want to open presents or something like that and you missed your workout. Don't get stuck or beat yourself up about it if you can't stick to your usual routine. Just move on. There will be plenty more days to train. You've missed days of training before and the world didn't end. You didn't lose all your gains. It's not the end of the world. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers. Third, I want you to practice some self-compassion. Instead of judging yourself harshly or for any missteps or setbacks, practice a bit of self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding and remember that everyone has lapses and it's okay to be imperfect. And then finally, focus on the bigger picture. Instead of getting caught up in the all or nothing mindset, focus on the bigger picture of your overall holiday and remember that it's only a short period of time and you're going to get back on track next day like doesn't matter that's just one day that you might have not done what you ultimately wanted to do now let's dive into particularly around so we've spoken about the mindset we've spoken about the a few different mantra ideas that you can use as come up with what is going to be working for you but let's talk about the training now like what can you do as far as your training goes over the holiday period to uh Prevent yourself from losing your progress, from to just kind of keep you moving, keep you some momentum. And let's get into the specifics of that. And so, first of all, training equipment. Over the years, I personally have become a bit more of a minimalist when it comes to training equipment around the holidays. 
you don't want to take away your whole training bag. And to be perfectly honest, I used to take away my whole training bag plus a barbell and plates and all the crap and none of it would really get used. Maybe once if I was lucky. And in my whole training bag, I'd have like lifting shoes and weight belts and everything. And so now I might just chuck a dumbbell in there for some variety, but COVID taught me anything. There's a lot you can do with just bodyweight exercises. As CrossFitters, we have become so attached to specific movement, like specific equipment, sorry, such as like shoes, knee sleeves, wrist wraps. And to be honest, we don't actually need any of them. They're all just kind of nice to haves. And chances are when you started CrossFit, you didn't have any of these and you probably lifted and running shoes and you managed just fine. So over the Christmas period, just detach from the need for equipment over the holidays. Maybe just take your nanos or even you might even, you'll probably survive without your nanos as well. They're all just nice to have, as I said, not essential. Now, as far as workouts go, um, if you haven't already, sign up for our summer survival guide because in this, we're going to be firing out a few weeks of um, bodyweight workouts and low equipment workouts that you can follow over the Christmas break. And the purpose of these is just to give you a bit of structure, something to follow. They're going to be um, relatively short, like they're not going to be like full hour sessions. Um, most of them, they'll probably be 45 minutes or less. Um, and they're just going to give you something to follow. And the the key to these, though, is making sure that these workouts actually happen for you as much as possible. And so figure out the best time that you can do them to get them consistently done. Because the reason you turn up to the gym normally during the week is because you have a bit of structure and a bit of a schedule. That's gone during the holidays, so you just need to create your own. Now, this may require a little bit of mental toughness. And as I said to me, if I can get it done, I'm... When I can get done, I feel a million times better. And so I know that everything else is going to fall into place for it. And so that's my why for getting up and just getting it done is because my decision making will be significantly better from the, throughout the day once I've done that workout. So over this period of time and on the holidays, sometimes my partner, I don't, want to, don't tell her I've said this, um, I, sometimes my partner in the past, I, I've let what she's doing dictate my action. Now, she loves to sleep in, and so sometimes in the past, I've found that I would tend to just sleep in a little bit longer because they didn't want to get up and work out. And so what I've found and learned is that I just actually have to get up by myself sometimes and do it because if I wait, then something else is going to happen and I might miss it. So understanding what could influence your decisions around exercise over the holiday period um, is also another important strategy. Next, let's talk nutrition strategies. And so we've dived into um, a couple sort of strategies around the mindset of nutrition. So the first one was savoring your food. And the second one was this, uh, trying to break that all or nothing mindset. And so let's talk about actual food strategies for the holiday period. And so there are so many things that you could try to focus on over the holidays. Now, my advice is to pick one thing and try to pick the one thing that you think is going to give you the most bang for buck. An observation that I've made about me personally and my nutrition at this time of year in the past is when I go on holidays, often I can tend to feel a little bit lethargic. Okay. Like you just, you know, when you're at like kind of a slower pace, which can be nice as well. It's a bit downtime, bit of relaxing. 
But this lethargicness that I'm feeling, it's due to the things that are happening in my life at that time. But one thing I've noticed is that being lethargic or tired is what actually affects my motivation to make any good decisions. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about trying to be perfect here or rigid here. I'm just talking about like when I'm lethargic, I have a massive tendency to sit next to the favorites box and smash all the chocolates because I'm really snacking. And so I'm just way less inclined to do the good things or to have any self-control. And I'm also less inclined to even work out. And so rather than telling myself, don't eat the chocolates or make sure you exercise, I dive a little bit deeper and I'll try to get to the source of the fatigue. And so through my personal analysis, I've found that over the holidays, my protein intake declines drastically. I stop having my protein shakes and my just general protein portions are significantly smaller. So I might not usually have, I might not have as much protein as I normally would have usually had when at like lunchtime. And so for me, I know that if I, over the holiday period, if I can eat adequate protein, then I'm going to feel fuller. So I'm going to snack less. I'm going to feel more energized. So I'm going to make better decisions. I'm also, because I feel more energized, I'm going to want to train more. And so with those few things, that's just going to make me feel better about myself. And so therefore, I'm going to be way more likely to continue to make better decisions. See how all of those results just came from understanding one element of my life, which is that I feel tired and I probably feel tired because I'm not eating enough quality nutrients, not enough protein. And so... For me personally, and for probably majority of people out there, if you focused on just that, just getting your protein in, everything else is going to be better. And so over the holidays, it's really as simple as, for me, as having a protein shake handy, a box of protein bars, um, and you can take these camping or to the batch. It's, it's not a big deal. And just try to be conscious about building your meals around protein, maybe having some eggs in the morning, lean quality meats at lunch and dinner. Salami on a cheese platter is not a quality meat, by the way. Um, and because it's not necessarily about being regimented, it's just about picking something to focus on that's going to give you a lot of bang for buck. And for me, that's protein. And that protein can change. It could be fish if people have gone fishing, um, or it could just be like a cooked chicken that you got from the supermarket. Anything like that is going to work. It's going to be a good quality protein for you, and then you're going to reap all the benefits of it not about being regimented it's about just having a focus finally a note on booze which i feel like everybody probably knows is that there is better options when it comes to drinking and so you've got your your beers and your high sugar cocktails which are generally the highest calories and then you've got your spirits that are mixed, mixed with sugar-free mixes which are generally your best bet and so just minimizing the beers can make a really big difference to your overall cons calorie consumption. And so this doesn't mean that you never have a beer over the whole summer because I love a beer as much as the next guy. It just means that you might not polish off a whole box. Okay, So you might start with a couple beers and then transition into something that's a little bit lower calorie like uh, even like a whiskey or a gin and diet tonic or something like that, or a, a rum and diet Coke, because just the act of having a sugar-free mixer is going to cut the calories that you consume in from that alcohol. I think it's almost a third 
um, less calories, which is significantly different, uh, more less, sorry, um, if you're having, say, three, four, five drinks over more even um, over the course of, say, Christmas Day, okay, which is, which is, I'll, I'll probably do. Okay, so making those little decisions is going to make a big difference to your overall consumption. But the biggest thing that I want everyone to take away from this time of year is it doesn't need to be an anxious time of year. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing time of year. But your goals don't have to go on pause. Set yourself a mindset intention, some sort of mantra. Set yourself a training or a movement focus for this period. Set yourself a nutrition focus for this period. And just one thing in each area. And as always, whenever I talk about this type of stuff of setting any sort of focus or intention, your success is going to come from building momentum by starting small and building up. So set yourself an intention. As I said earlier, are you a 9 or 10 confident that you're going to be able to do it? If the answer is yes, then great. If the answer is no, then make sure whatever you have set yourself, make it a little bit easier. This tactic is going to help you get some small wins and build momentum over the break versus the flip side is you set your intentions too high, you're probably going to fail in the first week and then you're most likely just going to throw everything out the window. So set yourself up for success. Now, if I don't see you, um, have a great Christmas and a great New Year and uh, lots of love from the Renegade team. If you're ready to become a renegade, reach out to us at renegadeperformance.co.nz and start a free 14-day trial to see how we can help you break through your plateaus.